right, so. Is it light enough? Uh, yeah, I think so. Do you think we're, yeah, oh, it even, it got even brighter. Okay. I, I think it's a little bit better. It's a little bit more contrasty, you know? <laughs> yeah, nice word. Um, <laughs> contrasty? Contrasty. <laughs> yeah, it's not so like, pow. We used pow last week. We can't use pow again no, this it, week. I feel like we're just not so washed out. My hat, <laughs> my hat might be a little dark for my face, but that's okay. People don't care. Uh, so we're rolling and recording. And awesome. Live. Well, so welcome to the Tessa Van Wade show. Um, welcome back. We ha- it's been a while. Hey. Uh, it's been since last week. What happened? Hey, you, you and I are very red, white, and blue. Today. <laughs> we don't should, plan this. Should I take uh, it no, off? No, I like it. It's very um, coordinated. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. You know, we always get one person on and then they disappear like within seconds. So we're clearly not good enough They're to like, keep them on. <laughs> mm, no, I, I at least could say that I clicked on the link. It's probably one of your friends. I know, probably. <laughs> it's probably you know one. This is this is just for us anyway. I know. Who cares? And uh, whatever. To it. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm going to come out hot. Wait. Uh, can we talk about the fact that I have bangs for the first oh, time? Oh, yeah. You look life? really cute, by the way. Oh, thanks, babe. I like them. Uh, bangs, my understanding, because I've never cut bangs because uh-huh. I've never had really long hair. Okay. But I understand it can be pretty, uh, like, risky. Um, Yeah, because most people that cut their bangs immediately regret it. <laughs> right. And then it's like, okay, now I have another year to grow this out. Well, because the lucky part is that I, I do have hair that grows really fast. And yeah. so I've cut bangs before. And the, the one thing is, is though I have, <laughs> I have curly hair. Um, and so I'm not sure how it's going to look when I do it. Curly. Oh, I think it's going to look so cute. I love your curly hair and I think it's going to be like <laughs> in front of your forehead. <laughs> it's going to be cool. It might be like a little bit of, um, it might be, I don't know. We'll just see. So I'll, I'll just, my whatever. bangs, my bangs, um, if I had bangs, they wouldn't exist. Because the area on your head where your bangs grow out of, yeah. I no longer grow hair there. <laughs> That's a thing of the past. I'm sorry, babe. Yeah, it, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, it's funny because I just talked to um, one of my clients doesn't have hair anymore. Uh, my brother started going bald pretty quickly. I'm sure he'd love for me to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, totally. Um, and it, one other brother did not, but one brother did. And then, you know, it's it really is a sad thing. Yet, I don't feel that bad for you guys because I I kid you not, it. Uh, I literally just had somebody talk to me about it today. They were talking about how... Um, it, it just is unfortunate that like we still as a society kind of look at we've talked about this before, but yeah. you get to age so like you're just more rugged and whatever. You're and talking I, about men, men in general. Well, and you, yeah, well, you are I, a man. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so. And I'm definitely aging <laughs> ruggedly. Um. I definitely look like I've been through the ringer. Your problem is you felt day. you feel like you look like you're 12, but then with like wrinkles, wrinkles. Uh, you know the thing is about about aging, and we don't have to talk about this for too long. But uh, what are we going to do? Be sexy forever? You know, yes. at, at some point, you got to accept the fact that you're gonna get old. No. You're gonna get ugly. Like, have you ever seen a 120 year old person? 
No. They look. Have you seen a 120-year-old yeah. person? Yeah, look it up. There's a 120-year-old person. They look like they're 120 years old. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, you know, you're old. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope that I can just, I feel like I'm clinging to the last like few years yeah. of, of looking like a young adult, even though I'm not a young adult. I'm a middle-aged adult. I'm just saying that it's probably going to be a lot easier for you to to age than it is for me. I feel and like I don't think mentally, like I'm totally, <laughs> the other day I walked in or uh, last night I was talking to somebody. And I'm like, oh no, I'm old. I don't need to worry about that. And she goes, you're not old. And I was like, it's was this okay. a younger it's person? It's okay. She was 37. So she I'm was 42. Younger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Let's try. It's let's, cool. Let's I, try. I kind of like being in my forties. Um, it's okay. I, yeah, me too. I think that I think that turning 40 was way easier than turning 30. Yeah. Um, I, in I fact, that, I had a hard time at 23. <laughs> I think that depends on where you are in life. Like when I turned 30, I was going nowhere. Like financially, <laughs> career wise, I was. I'm like, I was with you. No, babe. I was just I was in a I was in a funk at when I was in my 30s. And I was like, what am I doing? So now it's like, well, I, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I know who I am. I like who I am. <laughs> And uh, we'll see if that stays. It could change very quickly. Could, yeah. So um, that was a good little discussion about your bangs. Oh. But what yeah. I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Was uh, the fact that this last week in Kona, where we live, was the um, championship Ironman race. I'm a little bit concerned about him talking about this because it is definitely, there are definitely sides of this. There are people who really are advocates for it and there are people who are really not. Well, this year, normally, I am very much supportive of Ironman. It's a very neat. You are? Well, we've gone down to the finish line and like watch people yep. cross the finish line. And we've gone down to, to Elite Drive, which is the running course, and we've cheered people on. Sure. And uh, it's a really neat thing, especially when you see people that are like average people that are doing this. Ama- it's 140 miles altogether. Yeah, it's literally insane. It's, it's a full marathon, 26 miles. It's a four-mile swim, so that's 30 miles. And it's a 110-mile bike ride. It's it's insane. Bizarre. Um, it's bizarre to me that people want to do this. You guys, it's funny because I'm, I'm, I literally am using this, uh, my YouTube channel, which I have people on there because I was, I have several, uh, workout videos, but it's funny because I, that kind of stuff, I am not, it's an extreme, I'm I'm just not an advocate of it because I definitely am a longevity trainer. I, I'm all about teaching people how to take care of the body and make the body work for you forever. (laughs) What I wanted to talk about was not necessarily the sport. Okay. It's the event. Okay. Because (laughs) this year, uh, normally it's one day, it's on a Saturday and it basically shuts down the whole town. Right. Because the, the course is going through our town. So we can't do anything. Um, so we just basically stay home. Normally, that's fine. It's on a Saturday. We get groceries, rent yeah. some movies, whatever. Um, this year, because of COVID, they had more qualifiers. So they didn't have the race for the last two years. So this is the first time since 2019. And uh, the amount of contestants were double. Right. 
So they split it up into two days Mm -hmm. and they made one of the days a Thursday, Mm -hmm. which is a work day. Mm -hmm. And I know we are small business owners. I'm also uh, an employee. Mm -hmm. We had to shut down my job site. We had to shut down the gym. You and I made zero dollars on that day. Right. Uh, And it was frustrating because we need to work. And everybody I know here needs to work. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's hard because it's this really cool event where it like shows the human spirit, you know? Yeah. And there's all these amazing stories that come out of it. Forget the guys who win. Like, big deal. You win all the races, (laughs) right? You're good. Whatever. It's the people that come in at like 10 o'clock at night. Right. That are like literally dying. Yes. And they achieve this amazing feat. Right. Right. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. So I don't want to come across like, like I, I'm just a, you know, poo-pooing the event. Mm-hmm. The problem I, I have is that I don't remember being able to vote whether we could shut down the town we on a work day. We, nobody asked. You know? Nobody asked the community. And, and I think that's the problem. This community only has about 45,000 people in it. Right. And... Like the town doubles in size. Mm-hmm. So you can't go anywhere. They shut down a lot of the streets, even not even on the event day. So it's like a pain for like two weeks straight. Yeah. Normally it's kind of a pain anyway, but this year was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, if all that wasn't bad enough, so I'm already like angry when I'm driving. <laughs> like, and, uh, but then you throw in the fact that these people are, are bicyclists. And bicyclists have a have a reputation for being not very um, careful on the roadways. Okay. Yep. They just kind of like go in front of cars uh-huh. and you know whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's it's like maddening because I feel like the people that are here for this event, they just they think that this town was built for them so that they could have this event. Like, right. well, I'm here. I can do whatever I want. Right. Meanwhile, there's people that live here that like have to live their lives. Right. Um, like our schools shut down for fall break during Ironman week. Yep. And it's not a coincidence. It's because it's too hard to get the kids to school. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's that's the that's what I've been dealing with for the past two weeks. And yeah. it's finally done. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh oh. <laughs> I knew there was a thing. So there's a road. It's a Lee Drive. It's like the main road along the ocean. And the other day you were in the car with me and they shut it down. Like it says road closed, Oh! <laughs> but they closed the road like a yeah. hundred yards past the stoplight. Okay. Right. Instead of closing it at the stoplight and saying like detour, right. They close it. So by the time you see that the road is closed, you're already down on the there. road. Uh-huh. And now you have to pull into the hotel parking lot and do like this U-turn. And there's like 10 billion people having to do this U-turn. Yeah. And I decided that I was going to take it upon myself to let this volunteer know. Volunteer. How wrong it was. Volunteer <laughs> that can't do anything about it. How and wrong the poor it was. guy is standing there going, yeah, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks. He thanked me he for yelling at him. You. I didn't yell at him. I'm, I'm courteous. I, I thought he was too nice to you, actually. I pulled up and I was like, look, if you guys are going to close this road down, you need to put a sign up there at the stoplight so that we can make a decision to turn before we commit. 
this is ridiculous. And he's like, well, we can't shut it down because the hotel and the He and didn't the say it like that. That's how he I heard like, it. He was like, no. He was like super it. nice about it. He goes, he goes, oh, I'm sorry, dude. We can't, you know, we can't do that because of blah, blah, blah. And then Ben's like, no, no. I'm talking about putting a sign up there. Yeah, put, <laughs> fine, close the road. Close the road here. Al- allow people to drive in, but put a freaking sign on the corner. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, uh, everybody's leaving, which is good. Everybody's leaving. And it's it's starting to quiet down. Yes. But um, we I, definitely- I just, the, the reason I wanted to bring that up. Okay. Um, I felt like it was my responsibility to tell that volunteer. <laughs> because he might know somebody who he can now tell, like, hey, here's a suggestion. Put a sign up there. Nope. He was way too he was way too young. There's no way that he was gonna here's actually tell anybody. Here's oh, my other beef. What other beef? They make tens of millions of dollars and their workforce are volunteers. Yep. Everybody's a volunteer. So for- the problem this year is normally it's like it's cool, like you volunteer for the event. It's on a Saturday. But this time it was on a Thursday, so we couldn't work. And then people volunteer for free. Right. And they can't work. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Iron Man is making millions and millions of profit <laughs> and not paying workers. Like, yeah. it would be really cool if they were like, we're going to come into your community and for, for several days, we're going to pay people to work for us. No, it's, it, you know? yeah, it's not that kind of business and the people, you know, yeah. it's, well, it, it, what's, what's bothers me is it's this amazing event. Like I said, that shows human, what humans are capable of, but it's just the few inconsiderate people that ruin the whole thing. <laughs> and isn't that the way life is? Yes. You know, it's just like when you were in school and like you, the it's always the person who who does the things that then it just ruins it for everybody. The rules are made for the very few people that need them. Right. Like most of us just follow the common sense rules of nature. Yeah. You know, right. do the right thing. <laughs> but we have to have these rules because of these morons. <laughs> ben. And that's where we're at. It, it, well, it is funny because I, I definitely see there are definitely two, just uh, like everything else. It's funny because hold on. I literally just wrote on uh, my Instagram. Um, let's see, where was it? Yesterday. And I wrote, people will always disagree. Life is not about attacking our differences. It's about honoring each other within them. Oh, that's so hard though, because a lot of time the differences are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let me give you an example. Okay. Okay. Today, I had a guy who works for me. I'm in charge of him. I've done nothing but amazing things for this person. Okay. I've advocated for him to get raises. I've given him easy, like I've given him good jobs that I think he would be really good at to like teach him. Uh-huh. And help him grow in this career. Yeah. And like today he didn't like something. So all of a sudden he's just a jerk. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. Right. I've been nothing but good to you. Mm-hmm. And I deserve a little more respect mm-hmm. than just, well, I don't want to do this. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what you're going to do now? You're never going to stop shoveling. Ben. Until you quit. H- here's the thing. 
He's going to dig the deepest ben. hole no. on this island. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Enough. Well, my, my point is, let me finish my point. Okay. I work really hard at being a good boss, at yes. doing good things for people. Correct. Bringing them things. I agree. Telling them how much I appreciate it. It's this one guy, and not, not him in particular, but there's always one mm-hmm. that makes people like me say, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I'm just going to be a jerk. From you now don't want to be that person that forces, you know, that forces your hand, uh, that forces somebody's hand to, okay, so you're now going to be the one person that forces me to put a rule so that you c- can, yeah. now, everybody else has gotten it by common sense, but now you're going to force me to pr- put a procedure in that puts a rule in that makes sure that you can do this. Like, look, don't, don't make me be a jerk. Right. Just because you're a jerk. Like <laughs> I, I'm being a good guy and now you're kind of forcing me to be a jerk. Yeah. Um, the problem like is, that. is that we have a good thing going, but you have a tendency to be extremely negative. No, I, not in this scenario. Okay. Um, I'm actually pretty good at work. And in fact, I, no, I agree in, at work. In you fact, would definitely be, much I didn't more positive. give him any energy back because that yeah. feeds the monster. Right. I gave him nothing back. I just gave him like what I would say in HR, like, oh, you know, make sure you do this and this and this. Just list off the protocol. Yeah. And he probably didn't like that because I didn't give him anything back. Um, but the reason I didn't do that is because I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he was probably just heated. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, you have tomorrow, those moments where you just get heated and you tomorrow, just get sad or you just get bothered or upset or you, you just feel like life yeah. is unfair. People have those moments and... And we jump on people so quickly when they have those moments. But I've never gotten heated at my boss because I'm smart enough to shut my fat mouth when I need to. I know. And, but, but the difference is going to be what happens tomorrow. Yeah. If tomorrow he shows up on time and puts his head down and gets to work, Mm -hmm. everything will be cool. But you are not, on, you are on a soapbox tonight. Uh, you know, sometimes you just got to be up there. <laughs> I don't. Well, no, I'm just talking about how like the the few can ruin it for the for the that's rest right. Of everybody. Well, like one of my clients was driving in from Waikoloa the other day, and she never drives. Waikoloa in. is a town about 45 minutes from correct, Kona. and she never ever drives in. She always usually does Zoom with me on my on my groups, my training groups. And she decided to do it because she she had promised somebody that she was going to make them sh- like really good healthy cookies. Oh, okay. I know that sounds funny, but it is. No, she, she actually, makes she makes delicious. She treats makes delicious that are, treats that are very they're healthy. They're not. They're they're good for what they are. <laughs> no, and I think they're delicious. a lot of them are really good, but yeah. I can tell they're sweetened with like monk fruit. Or stevia. Yeah. You know, I I can taste the difference. Well, so she she had offered to make somebody some of that. And so she brought them in. But on her way to the, on her way, she came in and she was visibly shaking. Like she was visibly bothered. angry? No. Like visibly like, like, ugh, like that drive, you know. And, And so she started telling us the story. And she was behind a big semi truck. Mm-hmm. And, and the, and then there was a big group of bikers that were training because this was on Monday before Ironman, which would be on Thursday and Saturday. Right. So they were all training. And so she like 
it was interesting because she came in and she was just like, yeah, the bikers decided to all of a sudden, they just decided that they were going to cut out in front of the semi-truck and that semi-truck had to slam on his brakes. And then she was right behind him. So she had to slam on her brakes. So the person behind her actually had to, you know how when you slam on the brakes and then the person behind you has to come yeah, out they don't have to the time side. To break, so they had to go around. Yeah. So she had that happen. So she's obviously like upset about it and everything. And she, and what's funny is she's somebody who stays away from all of that usually. So I'm not sure what made her come out at, on this week. And I think she probably second guessed it as soon as that happened. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's like, what are you thinking? You're on a bike. You're on a bike. It's a semi truck. <laughs> what? And this is what I'm talking about with bicyclists. Like, yeah. they don't even have mirrors. They don't like look behind them. They just go in the road. Yeah. Like, oh, they'll they'll slow down for me because I'm an Iron Man. <laughs> it, a couple years ago, three four years ago, a guy was killed. Yeah. Doing training. Yeah. Before the race, because yeah. he was doing he he pulled out in front of somebody. This year, uh, a Another contestant, a female contestant, was hit by a car. Mm-hmm. She didn't get majorly hurt, but she had to bow out of the race. She was like in a, like a collar, you know, yeah. your typical thing. Yeah. And uh, it's like, you know, y- you could have avoided that. Oh, geez, babe. I'm not sure if I totally 100% agree with you. But I, it, it, it's funny because I'll listen to you. I'm just saying that like our town is not really conducive for this many it's, people. Yeah, that's that's par- partially what it is. Is that our town is our town is not. It doesn't have big walkways and side sidewalks. It's it's not. Yeah, it's not like yeah. that. Anyway, I, I didn't mean to talk this long about about the race, but <laughs> I just I was mostly trying to get us to like start a conversation about, um, you know how how we could have it better. In our society. Oh, I'm like, we could have it better. <laughs> like, what can we of, have better? If we just got rid of the bad apples. <laughs> I was thinking about it yesterday on my way to work. And I was having a conversation with someone about, you know, I've, I've heard the saying a lot where they go, you know, and they'll say a word and they'll go, I just don't like it when people use that word. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of different words like that. So, so there's deconstruction. Where you're de- deconstructing religion. I've never heard There's, somebody say that. So can you explain why they wouldn't like that word? I don't know why they don't like that word. I've actually heard two. I, I actually know two people that have said, I don't really like that word deconstruction. Um, but then we talked about other words that people say that, you know, you, you had a teacher who didn't I had, like. I had a teacher, my high school senior English teacher. He did not like the word enable. Did he tell you why? No, but pretty much from the moment he said that on, I've never used the word enable in any term paper I've ever written through college, through grad school. Just I, because one teacher didn't like the word enable. I think he, he explained it and he had a, a, like a real reason for it. It wasn't like a personal thing. I think that his reason for it was that it was, it was often misused or it was just too easy a word. Like he wanted us to come up with a better way to say what we were trying to say, and enable was one of them. Huh. So I, it's funny because I've, I've, I just never ever used that word for six years in post secondary education because one person told because you not to use it. I highly respected him. I thought he was a very smart man. Huh. Okay. So we also thought there were other words. What did we come up with? There. Was I other- don't. There's a lot of words I don't like. <laughs> Lots. One of them 
is manifest. Okay. Lots of people use manifest I now. I do not like the word manifest. What do you not like about it? It's not that I don't believe in manifesting. Okay. You're making me say it a lot. That's the worst part about this. Um, <laughs> like you don't like the, say, I the fully sound believe, of it? I fully believe in the power of positive thought. Okay. And that you can create a positive environment for your life. Okay. Through positive Okay, but why don't thought. you like the word manifest? I think it's the people who use it. Oh. It's like the subgroup of Babe, people. Babe, you keep getting down to people and you're really <laughs> aggressive towards no, it, people. It's, it, look, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Like, what, what are you going to say? The tip, typically the people that use the word manifest. No, I know many people. That, I don't even know what you're going to say are, right now. And like, <laughs> I literally know a ton of people that use the word manifest and they're fabulous people. Sure. I'm not saying you, you can't use the word and be a good okay. person. Well, here's the thing. The reason why I even brought it up. Okay. So let's go into that before Hold we on. even what? Let me finish my thought. About what? Um, it's a subgroup of people that typically use this word. Correct. And I think it's just cliche. That's all I got to say. Okay. Without going into this type of people group that. I can't stand. So one of the reasons why I think this podcast is super interesting is because you you and I are so different. And yet we manage to have a very good relationship. And I'm not, half the time I'm actually oh, really, really surprised. I think that's pretty common. I think is opposites it? attract. Oh man, but we are so opposite in the way we see things and stuff like that. I literally had a, literally was one of the things Here you can't go. stand. Did you literally have it? I did. Literally. I did. Okay. Well, then, I, then it's okay. I had a whole conversation with myself on my way to work yesterday, um, which might be part of my problem is that I Definitely. converse with God and myself all the time. Um, but I had this conversation with myself because of this person who had said they didn't like a certain word. And in the conversation, I was super, I was like, I go, oh, okay, you know, I, I was curious why they didn't like the word, you know, and all of that. And I said, you know, for me, I, I find it really funny. Language is an interesting thing. Okay. Language was made up by... You find it funny that language is an interesting thing? No. I find... I find it funny that... Ben, what are you doing? Are you... Are you what I'm... You, I'm Literally trying to understand <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. So language is a really interesting thing. We, it was, it was, it was created a long time ago. It has changed dramatically over the years. It changes with fads. It changes with, I mean, there, they used to say F behind everything. F? Cometh. Oh yeah. Thoueth. You know, I don't think like, they used that with. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Seeketh. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you know all the words that they used eth on and what they didn't. I probably do. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Language evolves. Language evolves. Language quickly. changes. Language quickly, aggressively. Like, and, and the thing that cracks me up is that we are so apt to be in conversation with someone and immediately have a judgment on a word. 
Oh yeah, for sure. And I guilty find as charged. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I find that really sad. And I'll tell you why. For me, number one, the fact is, is that when you go down to who a human being is, every word is going to is going to appeal to someone's senses completely different. Manifest to me may not even be. (laughs) There we go. Ben, why are you rolling your eyes? Manifest to (laughs) me, it's going to be, it's going to be a word that doesn't really, uh, you know, maybe it is. And I'm not going to tell you what my opinion is on manifest because I I don't mind it. You just don't want to say that you don't like it either. I don't mind it at all. Okay. Okay. So I, for me, it could be that it, it affects me greatly that I love the word manifest that to me, somehow it ignited something in me that was amazing. Okay. And it, it was a way to understand a concept better than I've ever experienced a concept concept before that I'd never thought about. It gave me a different word, maybe. Well, see, and that's that's you, why the word exists. You, on the exists. other hand. That's you, why the word exists, and it's okay. But it's when it becomes the catch word that drives me crazy. So what I'm trying to say is that when you when we are having a conversation with somebody, it cracks me up that we judge words that people use in order to understand them better, yet we don't use our intuitive nature to understand someone better or recognize that people may use words because it just hit them differently. And my, I find it super interesting that one word to this person might be a completely different, a completely different word to this person. And it cracks me up because I feel like, of course, the way that we receive things as human beings is com- is going to be completely different. The way that we experience life is going to be completely different. And yet we sit and we judge single words that people say when um, language has changed so much over the years. And like, okay, so you may not like manifest. I knew somebody who didn't like the word moist. Nobody likes the word moist. Wh- who doesn't like the word moist? Why? Most people. Why? I, I guarantee you. Why? I've heard so many people say they don't like. It just, I think it has a sexual connotation. Oh. Well, that's it? I mean, that's it, all, why? it all goes down to that. Oh. It, well, he, that's silly. Here's here's my take on, on the language thing. Language is a very, very powerful thing. Language words, is a very powerful thing when you're. Words are very powerful. Correct. They are the most powerful thing, I think, that humans have. Um, we build all these. No, I think actions are, yeah. No. You think words because are more actions, powerful. Because actions end. Words go on forever. Huh. L- look what we're doing. We're, we're, our culture, the world in general, is literally following the major religions from thousands of years ago. Okay. Those words were written thousands of years ago, whether right. it's Christianity, Buddhism, Judaism, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the actions that those men or women took, let's face it, it was men. Because <laughs> women <laughs> yeah. weren't allowed to write back then. Uh, that's yeah. a whole other subject. Oh, boy. Imagine all the stuff that's missing because women weren't allowed I to write. I know, it's, it's right? It's kind of boggling. It is boggling. I mean, think about your life without the woman's touch in it. 
Yeah, let's. That, that doesn't exist. It doesn't. But anyway, exist. what I'm trying to say is, what those men did physically, died with them, but their words live on. And there's a lot of there's a lot of, uh, you know, philosophies on language and how powerful words are. So it's not surprising to me that words can be so uh, divisive. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, just in in my experience right now, the words that I'm experiencing that are that are grating on me are the like the Gen Zs are kids generations words mm-hmm. and they're just stupid and i re i i recognize the fact that i only think that because i'm an old man and i'm aging yes and that's what every old man does they yes. think the generation after them is going to fall apart and they're you know unintelligent they're not using the right words they're and it's because let's face it i'm losing my youth and i'm afraid of that yeah so my response to that is that I think it's stupid. Right. Because I don't understand a lot of it. But I think you're missing my concept here. Probably. I think you're missing my concept. Because I think that, (laughs) (laughs) because what I'm trying to explain is that when you're in conversation with somebody and somebody says, you know, I just hate it when people use the word deconstruct or I just hate it when the people use the word, um, uh, nunchucks, (laughs) whatever the word is, love, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I, I often go, okay, but why am I having such a, why am I having such a feeling towards the words that somebody else might use? And they're, they're using it because it meant something to them. They're using it because for whatever purpose, that word meant something to that person. Now we can separate it out because there's obviously like in written word versus conversation is very different okay. because people will write a lot of things right now that are just like, you know, we've got a lot of bullies out there and we've got a lot of people that write things that aren't true. And we got a lot of people that write things that are ridiculous. Um, but you know, then you've got amazing words written by, um, poets and, and authors and, and, you know, even there's definitely, there are good people out there writing good words. I'm strictly talking about this weird concept where we decide that for whatever purpose, we don't like a word that because somebody, you know, somebody says it about something, we just suddenly don't, we go, oh, well, I don't really like that word when people use that. Well, the fact is, is like, why do I get to judge that? You don't. I I think it definitely says more about the person who didn't say the word than the person who did. Um, Like when I talk, I, I use words and I'm not like thinking of every word that I say as like an intentional way to f- weave this fabric of conversation. Yeah. I'm just talking most of the time. Right. And a lot of times it's stuff that I don't even really remember that I'm saying. Right. Because I'm just rambling. <laughs> um, like I am right now. Why are you rambling? Because you're looking at your phone. <laughs> no, um, I, I think, like I said, I, I think that there are words that trigger people. Um, it, it brings up thoughts and memories and traumas in people's lives when they hear certain words. Mm-hmm. So 
when somebody says, I don't like the word blank, I think it, ha- it says more about them than the person who's using that word. Right. And, and you're kind of giving away your weakness mm. when you say something like that. Like for me, I'm giving away something when I say I don't like the word manifest. Because I'm telling you I'm weak-minded <laughs> about people who use that word. Yeah. Because of whatever trigger it sets off in me in my experience. What I find interesting though is is this is just one it's just one concept, right? It's a it's it's kind of talking about like having a conversation with somebody and the little judgments that we make within that conversation. Because then there's a whole way that that um that words and ways of speaking can it can be used as a tool to sure, understand each other. But it can also be used as a tool to separate yourself from like make yourself a clique or make yourself a tribe or make yourself a group that yeah. doesn't, that you don't speak like us or sound like us. Come on, let me teach you, you these have, ways. Did you have that group in school that like had their own language? Um, For sure. But you had a Do big Do you remember one. that? There was <laughs> the a group. The ethics. I'm not going to go into the I could totally speak it for you. Don't do it. Okay. Because I don't want to point out these people if they ever listen to this. Uh, I'm, I used to speak it. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I remember there were people in school that had like their own language. And to me, it's like there's nothing more exclusive right. than using a different, a made up language. So that people can't know so what you're saying. can't know what you're saying. Remember when you were kids, that feeling that you would get when two kids would whisper and then a, an adult would would f- kind of look over and be like, hey, you guys, whispering isn't kind, you know, when you're around other people. Yeah. No secrets. No secrets. You we know, ha- we kind of had that rule. Yeah, uh, you, we did. With the kids. With no the kids. Secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, because. It's rude. It's rude. You yeah. You don't see adults like walking up and like whispering in each other's ears. Yes, you do. You shouldn't because <laughs> that's not an adult, an adult behavior. That's like. I agree. I agree. That's, that's not an adult behavior. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm I'm kind of more so talking about like, you know, being in a group and like you, I just, I don't know. I'm really big on like acceptance and unity and well, making sure I, that we possible, understand people. Is it possible that it's not even really the word that gets to them, but it's the fact that they enter the conversation almost looking for something? Yes. To judge? Yes. And, and that's the thing. Like to me, if somebody grabs on and I totally do this 100%. So I, the reason I can say this is because I, I do it uh-huh. and I relate. Sure. I'm not actively listening to what you're saying. Right. A lot of times when I'm um, editing this podcast, I'll be listening to it and I'll be going, I didn't remember her saying that because <laughs> I was <laughs> totally. too busy. I was too busy thinking about what was next. And I totally know that you do that. <laughs> so it's, I think that like... I think that you have to... By the way, you hit that first. Whatever. (laughs) Um, Active listening is a... um, It's a... Not a talent. It's it's a... What am I looking for? I don't know. It's a... Skill? It's a skill. Thank you. I was going to say gift. I got stuck on gift and then I got stuck on talent. (laughs) It's a skill that you have to develop. Um, Because for me, I want to guide the conversation where I want to take it. Sure. But in active listening, you can't guide the conversation. The conversation has to go wherever it wants to go. Right. It right? needs to have a flow. Yeah. 
which I have a hard time with because if I have a really good nugget to say and then like the conversation goes the other direction, you want I'm it like, to go back. Yeah, I want to bring it back <laughs> so I can say it. It's so good. But I have learned how to relinquish that nugget. I don't think you have. I just did it the other day. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but there was a conversation somebody was having with me. I think that you oftentimes don't listen to me, and I think that you oftentimes want the conversation to go back to a certain thing. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. You know what I do now? Oh, you're getting called. Yeah, I forgot to put my phone on silent. Um, you know what I do now is I just make a list of all the nuggets that I can't say, and then when I get in my truck at the end of the day, I roll up the windows and I just scream them at the top of my lungs. <laughs> no, you do not. I don't. No. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> that doesn't even sound like you. That sounds like too much um, actual um, self-help. Yeah. Like or, that's or, a, that's or a, the opposite. Uh, it's It sounds insane. No, it only sounds insane to people who haven't done self-help. But when you actually are allowing yourself to use an emotion and you're actually allowing yourself to talk through things, even if it's at the top of your lungs... Then that's that's it. That's no, learning I'm an emotion. No, I'm saying the things that I wasn't able to say throughout the day, just to so that I can say them. That's insane. <laughs> right? You're not really doing that, though. No, but it would be funny if I did. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, man. speaking of funny and going off on a whole like. Did you ever notice that in Knives Out? So we've been watching a lot of Halloween movies and um, like Knives Out is one of them. We've watched Knives Out a lot this year. With Daniel Craig yeah. and... Um, Lots of people. Chris, Chris Evans. I wish Christopher Walken was in that movie. That I would didn't be, say Christopher Walken. I thought you were going with Christopher Walken and I thought that would be hilarious. No. So no. I pictured it. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. It was It's really good. But you know, they use words in a very different way actually do they um they kind of throw in some lines that would really be cheesy in other movies but for some reason it kind of works in it like like stupid with two o's okay you know they just kind of say things in a different way so like i think what you're saying is he says that is that is stupid with two o's yeah meaning, it's kind of meaning, a silly line meaning it's even more stupid than stupid yeah i think i just think it's kind of a funny line and yeah. Daniel Craig has a lot of funny lines in it too, like that are uh, like unexpectedly. I'm sorry, it's just the author and me talking, like because I'm like, oh, so people can put in lines like that and and like be like, oh yeah, this is made into a full blown movie and it seems weird. Oh, there's a lot of lines that are put in movies <laughs> that shouldn't be. Well, I think that overall, with the whole goal of my thought process yesterday when I was driving to work and I was thinking about this. You know, I, I just, you are correct, Ben, when it's about you're coming into a conversation and what if we always came into a conversation without any rules, without any restrictions, without any preconceived ideas or notions, and we actually were like, okay, so this person, my whole goal this very minute is literally just to... I just want to hear everything they say and I want to just get to know them and I want to know their nuances just from listening to them. Yeah, here we go again. You're just... Here we go again. What does that mean? You're a diamond in the rough when it comes to this because no. I don't believe that most people feel the way that you do about other people. What do you... I don't understand what you mean when you, you say that. You really care about people in their lives. Uh I don't find that most people 
want to communicate. I think you're a liar. I think you totally care about other people in their lives. I do. Yes, you do. You majorly no, do. I know you do. I definitely do, but it's not in this way where I'm like analyzing how the conversation is going. I never analyze how a conversation is go- going. I flow based on what you were talking about. I flow with it and and I'm listening for like what is making them tick at that moment. And that's, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. I'm not saying I do it all the time. I'm uh, just saying what, what if we did do that? What if we did do that? Like what if, okay, really big. What if we had a whole, a whole line of, I don't know. Let's just go politics, right? Like a whole on, no, just listen. What if we had a whole line of, Democrats, and we had a whole line oh of my Republicans. Gosh, really? Are we? No, listen, oh listen. <laughs> just and stop. a whole I'm line. Just stop right now. <laughs> and a whole line of like independents, or a whole line, of whatever. And like, we literally just had a room, and every person's like whole, every person's whole like um, idea for being there was to listen. And take in and be constructively discussing what is happening. You're describing heaven. You're describing nirvana. I am. So uh, why can't we do it? <laughs> because we're human. Uh, yes. Sure. But we we all have the ability. See, this is where I, I think this is the question is, is are we in, in like, just because we're human, does this mean that we cannot reach these? No, I'm not, I'm not saying things? at all. I think that there are a subgroup of people like you and me that want to see the world in a better light, that want to help people, that want to communicate effectively, that, that want to see people succeed. Yeah. There is a vast majority of people that are happy to see others go down for them to succeed. And mm. those are the people that are ruining it for everybody else. Oh, I like how you I brought it around full it circle, around. baby. You brought it around because it is true. It is true that, that you know. It, I, like I, you, you think you're sitting in traffic looking around and people are like. Oh, oh, would you like to go in? Oh, no, after you. No. I, but you know, here's the thing though, is we, I believe that, God, there's so much good that's out in the world. Sure. There's so much good. Sure. So. Yeah, there is. Okay. So why can't we, why can't we focus more on that so that we can then try and get to that place? Once again, you're talking about a subgroup of people that like actively want to better themselves in order to better others' lives. And they'll go to seminars for this. They'll study books. Correct. They'll listen to podcasts, apparently, um, about these things to, to learn how to make this happen. But that's a very small population of people because they are, they're taking initiative in it mm-hmm. versus just responding to things. And I find, at least in our society, there's a lot more response then there is initiative. Well, I think you're, I think that that's the thing is, is we are all ego. And when we're in a conversation, our responses are much like knee jerk reactions. Of, and like we take so little time to respond. We're just kids 
on a playground. You know what I've found is people just regurgitate whatever they've heard. Well, they got nothing better to talk about, I guess. I'm just saying, like, I hear the same arguments over and over and over again from, you know, people. And I'm like, okay, but, okay, I want to see your point, but I can't just hear those arguments. I need to hear it in a different way for you to help me understand your, your side. And they can't, though. Much of the time, people cannot. They cannot come up with their own mindset on what, because we're not actively as people trying to dig deeper. I work in an industry where if you like actively trying to communicate with people is impossible. I don't believe it is impossible. Getting them to talk to if, if they're already heated or whatever, getting them to like have a conversation and talk about it. No, they'll just run. They'll just walk off. They'll just leave. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, this This doesn't exist in my world. This like, let's sit down and chat about this. See, when you say it, that's such judgment on it. It totally is. I but, know. So stop judging that. That's just not like, unfortunately, certain types of people only respond to black and white. Like, it's either this or it's this. Well, there you have it, folks. This is the way it's going to be, and we can't change it at all. And this podcast isn't going to be about changing it. It's literally just going to be about saying, it is what it is, folks. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying that as with most good, um, it's, it's the small amount of people like you. It's not small. I'm trying to explain to you. It is not small. Listen to what I'm saying. What I think is it's the amount of people that are willing to get out there and say it. Like, I just think that they don't speak as loud because they're trying to create peace. What I'm saying is there's a small group of people like you who actively seek this out that put it out into the world to help others. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying that it's a challenge. But it doesn't mean give up. Yeah. I'm just I'm just being realistic about it. It just is hard. Which it's is a whole nother <laughs> catchphrase. <laughs> I'm not a pessimist, I'm a realist. Yeah. That was that was funny when we talked about that a long time ago. Yeah. yeah I, that Ben has always felt like he was a pessimist. And I'm or no, you always call me a dreamer. Yeah. And you always say it in a very negative tone. <laughs> Well, but you're, you're like, only cause I don't understand it. Yeah. Cause you don't understand dreaming. Mm-mm. Babe. Yeah. <laughs> they know that. I, they, they, to- they, they, they know that all those people that are listening <laughs> and watching. I just think that, you know, here's the thing. We can close it on this. I think that when we are in conversation with people, I think that language can be used beautifully. I think it can also hit people in different ways. I can all, I also believe that it can be, it can be used, uh, aggressively, obviously. Um, but what's funny is what I guess I'm trying to understand is when we're in conversation with people, we need to start figuring out how to learn from our gut and our intuition about people more than we need to listen to a language that's constantly changing and is just regurgitated through uh, other people. And I'm saying that when you're across the table with some somebody, try and 
I, uh, is that hard for, you know, I think it's, I think it's hard for people. Yeah. Like I said, because they can't put aside their own feelings about things. You're right though. It is a skill. Listen. So I say we go to conversations. We sit at, we sit at a table with somebody who may not believe the same thing that we believe. We actively listen, listen with the intent of saying, I'm just going to love you no matter what, whatever your belief is, whatever your system is, whatever all of that is, we're just going to, we're just, I'm just going to hear you. I'm just going to feel you. And you actively work on listening and feeling this person that's across the table from you. <laughs> You're so. And then all of our dreams will come true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lame. Sorry. Don't mean to get cheesy, I guess. But, you know, it is what it is. So that's I would say it. to take away from this show okay, is to learn how to be an active listener. Yeah. So in your conversation tomorrow with whoever it is, just listen to what they're saying. Like make it a with rule. With no response. Like just ki- almost make them weirded out by what, how much you're l- trying to listen. Right? Sure. Like, like let's have that be a thing. Like go into a conversation with somebody work not somebody that it's easy to do that with choose the hardest person possible (laughs) or maybe you should start out baby wise (laughs) but you know i think you know you sit and you have a conversation because you want to share your thoughts on it and if you're actively listening usually you're not sharing your thoughts you're more like a therapist going and how does that make you feel no i i no not necessarily why did why did that why did that See, I think you're way? taking it to the extreme. So now you're telling people like, don't do that because it's not no, actively I'm not. listening. I'm, I think that's what I need to do. I need to actively like, listen. not put my own thoughts into it. Yeah. Because I have a lot of them. <laughs> I know. I do. I do know that. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for listening to our ramblings or not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have a good week. Yeah. Have a great week. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Later. Bye.